Welcome to the sixth episode of the Moment After Podcast. We actually have all three of us here tonight. It's myself, Bryce, Klein, and Chris. Say hello, guys. Yo, yo, what's up? What's up? Tonight we're going to be having a non-spoilers discussion of the new Nazi movie, Operation Finale. Nazi movie? Yeah, it's a Nazi movie. Is that where you're going to go in as? It's a <laughs> Nazi it's movie? It's technically a biography drama in history, but you know, I don't whatever. think it's a Nazi movie. We'll just go into saying Nazi movie. Oh, no, it's a Nazi movie. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's a Nazi, so you shouldn't go see it. <laughs> Pretty it's much. It's a Nazi movie. <laughs> <laughs> It was directed by Chris White and written by Matthew Orton. And according to his IMDb, that was the first and only thing Matthew Orton's ever written. Right? So looking at that, then looking at Chris White's IMDb page, all he really had on there was The Golden Compass. Horrible movie. Yeah. And Twilight New Moon. Oh, that was great. Oh, God. That's a great, great. that's a great a company for him. You know, it's like, say, those are the movies I did. It's like, if you could put up a worse resume, <laughs> <laughs> those two no, movies would definitely you, be on there. Your portfolio a little, little messed up. I mean, I looked on IMDb. Both of them got below 40 on, on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, rather. So going into this movie, I was a little worried about it. I was like, I don't know how good this movie's actually going to be. Come on, you want to give us the synopsis, man? <laughs> the movie follows a team of secret agents set out to track down the Nazi officer who masterminded the Holocaust. So after what I just told you guys about the writer and the director, what do you guys think of the movie? Like, did, was I right to feel a little trepidation about it? I think the movie was good for educational purposes. Like, it was enjoyable that way. Like, it was long and it was drawn out, but I, it was, I mean, you can't spoil the movie either. I mean, it's history. Uh, it's already true. Written, you can go look it up. True. But, I mean, a movie is supposed to be a movie, and a documentary is supposed to be a documentary. They're different. Movies are not meant to educate. Sometimes they do. But because of that, in my opinion, I feel like the movie was incredibly boring at times. Well, it depends on what the purpose of the movie is, because, I mean, movies can, can educate. But their goal is to entertain right. first. Uh, this is a completely historical biography on this uh, dude. What was his name? I forgot his name. The, the Eichmann. Not Adolf, Adolf, Adolf Eichmann. Eichmann. But see, here's the thing. like, It never says based on a true story or anything like that. It, it never... In the trailers, it did. In, in the trailers, it did. It said it was based on a true story. Really? Yeah. Ah. yeah. See, I, I, I missed that. But... <clears throat> Even still, your goal is to tell the most entertaining story that you can through a movie. 
Otherwise, you should have released it as a documentary. If that's what you want to do, fine. But you have to know what you're watching when you go in to see it. I felt like the I felt like the trailers after you know you know seeing the trailers and then watching the movie. I felt the trailers did a good job showing what what the movie was about. Mm. And me, I personally, I really enjoyed the movie. I really enjoyed, really yeah. I really enjoyed what they did. I really enjoyed what they showed. I wasn't bored with it at all. Uh, there were moments where sure the pace can pick up because I mean we're. You know, it, again, it's it's a movie that you got to know what you're going into. This movie isn't going to have huge explosions. You know, this 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 is a personal story. But here's the thing: I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting to go in there and watch Infinity War, World War Two. You know what I'm saying? But there are movies like My Dinner with Andre, right? That movie is just two people sitting and talking, or Twelve Angry Men. 12 people sitting around a table just talking to each other not going anywhere and it is so engaging and just you you're in it. Eight was like that too. Right. And you're so in it. And I never felt like that with this movie. Yeah. Like I didn't feel like there was no character development aside from Oscar Isaac's character, Ben Kingsley's character. Aside from that though, I mean you had the angry guy, you had the secretary, you had the girl, just stereotypes. Yeah, but I mean, you got to think about it. They, they weren't playing to just that audience. This is, this is, takes place, I, I don't know how many years after World War II, but. It took place in 1960. Close enough to where, after. close enough to where the wounds are still fresh. I mean, think about it today, how people view the Holocaust today. It is something that is still fresh and still relevant to a lot of people. Sure. So 10 years after that, just like that, there was, there's the one scene where they're all talking about their family members, which ones made it. And that was so, a great scene. Yeah, but what I'm trying to say is you're not going to get tons of, ton, not everybody's going to have their moment. I feel like everybody, whatever came out from the person, like you know, you said, Peter and uh, Eichmann, yes, they're... they're their progression through the movie was awesome. You got to really sure. get to know them. The other characters, though, I feel like, you know, you, you can't spend too much time on it. Because it's like you said, the movie, to you, you were like, man, this movie is like, how long was it? It was two hours? It was 122 or? minutes. And it felt like three hours. Right. And if you're spending too much time, you know, on every character, you're going to, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a lot longer, a lot, you know, sure. a lot more, way more talking. Sure. But then you run the risk of not caring about the characters. And I walked out not caring at all about any I, of the other characters. I don't think the movie was about to, it was to make you feel about the characters though. The movie was about to show you, was showing you how how they were able to move on from what they did. They were not, the, 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 the Jewish community was not able to move on. Mm. Right, they wanted problem, closure. You know, and they wanted closure from it. And that was what the movie was about, was them getting closure. That community getting closure. That's sure. And, and going along with you, I think going into the movie too, I mean, it, it's it's kind of, it's expecting you to already have these, you know, like you're walking into this movie, it's real, it's history. I feel like you're walking into, there's not much explanation needed. Not, you're walking into this movie knowing there's a, Nazi, there's a Nazi that these Jews are trying to bring back to Israel to put on trial. And I feel like, you know, Right off the bat, you're like, you get the stakes right away. Mm -hmm. They make it plainly clear from the beginning Oh sure, what it means to everybody. And I think from there on out, there was a good amount of tension. I mean, 
I, you know, like I said, you can recommend this to someone who's into history and someone who's kind of like into the spy, spy espionage, sort of. In the beginning of the movie, there was a lot of that going on. And, so, and there I mean, was it's a not like James scene. Bond. No, 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 you know, no, 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 it's, it's not, not like James, James Bond. Bond. No, <laughs> but but there was a lot of scenes though that showed you how they were handling it though, because all of them had a problem with something, mm. with, with with what happened right. in history. Right. And they were all still heard about it. People, they've lost people. They had, they, you saw so many people throughout this movie show their tattoos. Right. They're from the Holocaust. You know, it was just like one of those things where it's like they were still hurt and they were not healing yet. And, that, and they sure. needed someone to, to, to blame for them to heal. And that's what this movie was about. And I think, you know, going into what you were saying with the character development, I think just him being that there was that moment where you see with every character, I think they all had a shining moment i think they all have like a little nugget in there where they got to explain and they say their piece you know there's that and you know i mean granted they're all kind of angry but we all get to see what their motivations are we all see individually what it means to them to bring this guy to justice so i mean for me it, i i really really enjoyed the movie i feel like you guys think i hated the movie and i didn't but the thing is, I get I why found, you don't like it. I you get just, it. You were yeah. just bored. Yeah, exactly. It was a boring movie. And like I was saying, there's movies that are just nothing but dialogue, like 12 Angry Men, and I'm in it. And I love it. I thought the conversations between Ben Kingsley and Oscar Isaac would have been just outstanding. And they, to be fair, were the most interesting part of the movie. And it's not really saying much when put against the rest of the movie. You know what I'm saying? No, I get I get what you're saying. I I think this is a movie that's going to very it's very tailored to a specific audience. Sure. You know, you're going to walk into this like again, it's more, me I'm into I'm a history buff, I'm more into this sort of thing. So I'm going in there, I don't care what they're talking about. They're talking about this piece of paper and I'm enjoying it because that's just the stuff that I like that I'm into. They're right. talking about stuff that I enjoy and that I like. Sure. You, on the other hand, you may not be enjoying it too much because of that. But here's the thing. I like history. I mm. love history. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Just didn't do it for you. Just didn't hit for me. Yeah. Like, I didn't, like I said, I didn't hate the movie. Mm. I just, I felt like there was a lot of lost potential. I thought it could have been really, really good. And it was just okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I mean, I get that. What mm. do you think about the actors then? What do you guys think about... I thought, I thought the presentation great. of everything was great. Yeah. I thought all the actors had exactly what you would expect, you know, from especially from all the hurt and sorrow that they all had to portray from, you know, having to deal with and acting like they were in the Holocaust. You know, like that was they did a great job. All of them. Ben Kingsley is a phenomenal actor. Absolutely. But he freaking surprised me in this movie. Mm -hmm. Just just because of the role that he had, you know, it was crazy. His role was very he was calculative. That's what his character you, was. You know what? It was really good. You want, kind of yeah. want to know what he reminded me of, like in those moments where he's kind of, you know, in the room with him with Oscar Isaac and they're kind of talking. It reminds me a lot of Hannibal Lecter from Silence of the Lambs. You know, yeah. he just gave I off this eerie kind of way he, how he kept himself, how he, how he, you know, how he, uh, how his stature was and everything right. like that and just you know and then that just that part in the movie that kind of I think threw all of, all of us kind of like whoa that was crazy but I think his acting was flipped a switch <laughs> yeah, yeah seriously and the other thing is too it was funny because one of the questions he asked repeatedly was like is that too much to ask and with that character you're like 
yeah, yeah, it really is. It's a simple thing, and typically anybody else asks you that question, you're like, yeah, I'll tell you. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you where I was born or something like that. And you're like, no, I'm not, I'm not telling you. You have... You'll kill me with that somehow. I don't know how, but it's going to be bad. I felt like he had an identic memory. Yeah, he probably yeah. did. Like yeah. He remembered things. There were certain things. That went, went, there was a one point where the one guy was reading off his number, and he flipped, you know? And well, it said that yeah. he was like, kind was of... Like, well, I think they said in the beginning he was kind of, like, obsessed with numbers. Like, that was his thing. Like, he was just... Forgot what it was. I think they said it kind of passing like that. But, like, he was very particular. I mean, you saw him, you know, with the napkin and just constantly Maybe dabbing at him. He's very dapper. He probably had OCD or something. Yeah. Yeah. Probably a little bit, yeah. On a side note, I just want to say this. Nick Kroll in this movie really threw me off. Me too. Because he's the producer and writer and stars in Big Mouth, which season two trailer came out yesterday. Yeah. So it was like, uh... I was a little thrown off by that. I was like, I don't know, I don't know how I should feel with him being in this movie. He's comedic. He's I was not, dumbfounded when he was, he was in the movie. But he was actually really good, yeah, though. He was. Like, his awesome. character was really good. His acting mm-hmm. was phenomenal. Yeah. I just wanted to say that because it threw me off a little bit. No, it, it threw me off too. And I think that it, like, Hollywood is starting to show and give comedic actors who are known for comedy more dramatic roles because they realize, oh hey, they can actually do them. Yeah. You know. Oh man, he just was really good. <laughs> he was. Yeah. He was one of the one of my favorite characters in the movie. Easily, yeah, easily. One thing I liked about this movie a lot was the music of the movie. I thought it was really good, and I thought it fit the scenes really well. Obviously, which is what you want, but it would jump from style to style because it was going from places like Israel. Now they're in Buenos Aires. I did like the I did like the scene changes though. There was like certain mm-hmm. graphic things that they did that were really cool. It reminded me of Indiana Jones. Yeah. Exactly, it yeah. felt like an Indiana Jones type thing, but it was good. I liked that. Um, and also too, what was? There was like three parts in this movie that made me feel uncomfortable. Okay. Like, and they were just like, and, and, and you're gonna feel uncomfortable, but they showed you the the realism of the situations that that, that people went through, right? And, and to get this done. And the things that did happen in the past were not. And that was like really like, oh man, really? Okay. Well, th- I think this movie really played on the human emotion. You got to look at, it's it's such a weird movie because you have this mastermind serial killer who killed these millions of Jews. And then he has a family of his own. He has a kid of his own, a wife. And you have this guy who kind of, it almost looks like in a way he starts sympathizing with him a little bit, you know, because I mean, it, it plays to the humanity uh, in, in everybody, you know. Well, to that, I think like one of the lines in the trailer was we're all animals, just some of us have bigger teeth, mm-hmm. right? And and clearly that's how the Nazis went into the Holocaust. We, ha- we have to put these animals down. And I think once the, like once the Jews got out of that situation, they wanted to put them down. They mean, a number of them said that repeatedly. We should just kill him. And then once he started, like, oh, okay, he's not an animal. He's actually a human being, mm-hmm. and I can actually have a conversation with him, and I can relate to him. Yeah. Once it you start doing that. Him. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And I think the movie does a good job. It does a good job because you're not just sitting there going, well, this guy just killed a bunch of Jews. Let's kill him. Right. A lot like everybody else in, on the team was doing. You, you, I think in a way you kind of sympathize with them. I mean, if you take yourself, you put yourself in his shoes, you know, you think about what would I do? 
Not saying mm-hmm. that you would do it or, or anything like that, but you really get to see from his point of view how he saw things. I don't think you sympathize with him. I think you understand him, though. Yeah. What was one thing that made this movie really good, though, was the trailer The trailer said that he convinced rabbis to load the trains himself. He yeah. said that in the trailer. Yeah. And I felt like he could have done that. Oh, absolutely. Like, his character yeah. really could have done that. Like, I believe that because he, he humanized things. Mm-hmm. That's what he did. And he did a really good job, too. And Ben Kinsley did phenomenal doing it, too. Yeah. He really did. And then when they showed the clips at the end of the actual trial, he looked exactly like yeah, him. Yeah, I mean, they oh, did. Yeah. A, it was eerie. Really good job. Yeah, it was kind of eerie. Yeah, <laughs> right? It was weird, but yeah. What was one of your guys' like, like least likable things about the movie? Because I know mine. Mine was that opening scene with the camera truck. With the truck and the camera inside the truck, <laughs> and it's shaking all over the place, and it's just like, "Yo, I get that they're in a truck, but really, we got to do this though." And it's like all oh, fuzzy. He looks like he's like turning into three yeah. D. He looks like the Flash trying to fade out of something, <laughs> just vibrating. Yeah, going just, back and forth. I was like, "This is unnecessary. Why are we doing this? Yeah. Are we trying to get effect here? Like, I'm not. I'm not enjoying this at all." That was horrible. It was. It was my my least like like my. Like, I hated that part of the movie. It made me worried. Because it was, yeah, it, it opened the movie. I was like, I was oh, God. Like, oh, God, not this. <laughs> I don't want this. Exactly. I, I would, if I was being pretty nitpicky with the movie, I would say the only thing that kind of took me out of the movie in the beginning, but I kind of I pushed away was the accents. You know, Ben Kingsley had an English accent. There were some actors that have very English accent, and they're yeah. in Buenos Aires being German. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's, it's really interesting, you know, how it was with the accents. Even the girl at the beginning, her dad. And, you know, they were, I think they were native Argent. She was at least a native Argentina, wasn't she? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the accents threw me off a little bit, but I was able to shake it off and I well, was okay with it as the movie went on. That's the risk you run of going to other countries like that. You know, you just, you got to say, this is what we're doing with our movie and we have to hope that our actors can pull this off. And, you know, maybe they should have brought in some dialect coaches or something. They probably should have, but I mean, if you look past the dialect though and the, the accents, what I it's a good movie. It's a exactly. thing that's I think and it was at, disappointing at, though. But like, there were certain characters though that had their accents down packed though, perfect. Sure. Like but, the one kid, one, the, the 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 kid with the blonde hair, his German accent was really thick German, and then also the spot Spanish on. guy. Yeah, which guy which was great. why when you saw them interact, sometimes you were kind of like, okay, that's. <laughs> I, I know, I know. And, and Banks Kingsley is like such a gentleman that you just cannot, you know, sit him, uh, see him there with like a, a, a tea and just sit back like a good English guy. You know what I'm saying? It's just, <laughs> it, it was kind of, sometimes I was just, it took me out of the movie a little bit. But, you know, I mean, it, it's really tough. I would rather these, the fake accents than them try to do an accent like Scarlet Witch with her Russian accent. Yeah, it was and, bad. And, and just completely bomb it. And then you can't watch it. And it's, Unwatchable at that point. I would, I would rather take them doing their, you know, their regular accents than try to adopt a German or a sure know, Spanish accent. But I mean, it's not even like that's a new thing, though. I mean, no. look, go back to Gladiator. No, I mean, no. Joaquin Phoenix had an English accent and he's supposed to be Roman. Mm-hmm. You know, that's yeah. English is the de facto bad guy. Always. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Always. <laughs> but then what does a Roman accent sound like, though? It's don't question me, Klein. I don't, I don't know. know what a Roman <laughs> I don't know why they spoke Latin. They spoke Latin. That's what I'm getting at. So Did they, they, spe- so they yeah. were Latino. It was Latin, so they spoke. No. They spoke Latin, oh, but I'm, it's, I'm it's something else. It would be something similar to Italian and and uh, maybe Sicilian and Spanish. That those are the off branches of what Latin was. Like for me, going back to your question of which was the worst scene, 
or the one thing that upset me the most, it was Oscar Isaac's overall character. Just, I'm going to do this and I am always right, no matter what. Even if I'm wrong, I am right and I'm going to prove it to you. And it just irked me a little bit. Because I don't know that, I mean, I'm assuming that that's how the, that guy was in real life. And if that was, then fine. Yeah. But I didn't enjoy that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I mean, I, that seemed like it was just part of his personality. I mean, getting putting someone like that on a team as crazy of a mission that they were going to do seems like a really weird choice. But I guess that's kind of why they made... I mean, Why they the did hesitate on a lot. And, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you know? <laughs> the guy was clearly unhinged a little bit. But in a way, again, there were there was that one guy, you know, with that scene with Banks Kingsley and that other uh, Jewish guy in the closet, you know? Oh, yeah, and he, and, was, and he was losing his mind, you know? Sure. So, I mean, I feel like almost any Jew at the time you put near a Nazi, they're not going to be, you know, they're Too not going to be right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So, guys, we have our opinions out there. So, Klein, what would you give this movie? I would, if you're if you're a historian buff, I would say go see it. Like, run out and see it? Not run out and see it. But, you know, if you want to go see it, go see it. Sure. I mean, it's a good movie. It will be a good movie. Okay. Chris, what about you, man? I'm going to go with Klein. If you're a history buff and you kind of love this stuff, you love the era and the time period it's set in, I would definitely go see it now. I mean, it's it's to me, it's a solid movie with solid actors, great performances. So I really enjoyed it. I guess if you're not really into that thing, I mean, yeah. otherwise go see it in a matinee. Yeah, I can appreciate that. Personally, I am a fan of history and I enjoy that kind of stuff a lot. The movie never hit with me. It never connected. Like I said, I didn't hate it. I'd say stream this movie. This movie feels like it should have been placed on like the History Channel. A lot less star power, and then you give it to the History Channel, and it will probably do fairly well. And I think that's where it should have been. We get it in the theaters. It's definitely not going to win the box office this week. Absolutely oh, no, not. It won't. It'll probably but, win an Oscar. Really? I could see it winning an Oscar. I could see it being up for the uh, nominated for the Oscars. It, it depends on what for the competition. It depends on the competition this year. I would say I it's already in the running, though. I mean, I could see it being one of the nominees. Though. I can but for see. What? I can see maybe for Kingsley getting a nomination out of this. So like a best Kingsley actor? did. Yeah, a best I mean, supporting actor. Yeah, but right now it's still early. I mean, we it's know how much early. stuff is going to be coming I know, out. That's true too. But so. right now, I would say Kingsley for sure. He he. he I mean, he did such a good job with this movie. He really did. I mean, I would say the only thing that would be holding something like him back would be something like the accent. Because, I mean, if you watch something like Schindler's List that uh, Steve, uh, Steven Spielberg directed, Liam Neeson won uh, an Academy Award for that or was at least nominated, and he did the accent and everything. Right. So, I mean, I think it's a little too early, but I think if there is anything that could be, it would be Ben Kingsley can get a nomination. I'd agree with that. But I mean, aside from that, though, it's not winning best script, you know, nothing like that. No, I, I think it's going to win. Isn't there like a best story developed? Mm-mm. Like, no, no, really? I think it, I think at I best see- it will be nominated, but I don't think it'll win. That's what, uh, and that's what I think, too. I, I don't think it's going to win anything. Mm-hmm. If anything, I'm, it might win a supportive actor one. Right. Because I'm, Nick Kroll's character was on point. It, I, it, definitely honestly, not for Nick really Kroll. He really did. He really did uh, set up the story, and his, uh, he really supported it too. It was, it was, it was his character needed to be in there, and it was good. Right. So you could see him being a supportive character that could win an Oscar. See, but the problem is, I don't think he was 
in the movie enough. I don't think they gave us enough of a sample size. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with, I'm with both of you. I think he did a fantastic job. So do I. With what he did, but I'm also with you. There's nothing there. I think that's gonna give him a, a supporting actor, because I mean, it, he really wasn't either. I mean, he was kind of in and out of the movie. Right. It wasn't. It wasn't like a sidekick to him or anything like that. If someone were to get it, I do think Ben Kingsley would get it for Best Supporting Actor. I think he'd get nominated. I don't think he'd win, though. Probably. You know, that's just me. And like I said, I'd say stream it. Chris, what do you say? I'd say go out and see it now if, you enjoy, if you're into Madden streaming. It. Madden it. All right, guys, that's going to do it for tonight. Our opinions are out there. Tell us what you thought in the comments down below. Greatly appreciate it. We want to hear from you. And until next time, go out and see some movies. Good night.